Hey everyone, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. Uh, yeah, it's Michael here today, and I got Chris and Dante with us. Uh, we had a special Ed episode last week, so say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, and uh, we'll have we'll have Eddie back on again because he's funny, and um, people apparently liked him. They commented in, on YouTube, which was you know was good to see. Uh, this is episode seventy three. And Dante picked this episode, and I think this was uh, a good topic to bring up because we've been talking so much about large AAA title games. So take it away, Dante. Yeah, so we've mostly been mostly been getting into Horizon and Zelda and Mass Effect and things like that lately. So um, I wanted to take some time to highlight some indie games that are coming up that we want to play, and some indie games of yore that we've liked, uh, you know, liked a lot. Uh, maybe they've passed you by and didn't know that they were good, or got lost in the shuffle of the uh, torrential downpour of games released every week on PSN and Xbox and Steam and all that. So, so the Sweet. first uh, we're gonna do the games that we are anticipating. So we each picked out a few, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then we'll get into the games that some of the indie games that we've liked that you may have missed. So I'll uh, I'll start with my first one, and that's Cosmic Star Heroin. That one's coming out for PS4 and PC. Is that like a RPG game? Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, so it's made by Z Boy Games. Um, it's actually coming to actually coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, it's in the uh, the play section on PSN right now, where you can uh, pre-order it for twenty percent off. Uh, so it's inspired a lot by some of the old, old school 16-bit RPGs, especially um, Fantasy Star. Oh, sweet! Okay. So it's it's turn-based. It's 16-bit, uh, and it's got some animated cutscenes and things like that. But very heavily influenced by that era of Se- Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo style RPGs, so... Which was awesome eras. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, I, I really liked... I, I had Genesis growing up, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so those Fantasy Star games uh, were really cool for me. So, I didn't get to play Final Fantasy 6 and 4 and Chrono Trigger until, like, you know, way later on, so this is more um, my nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So, definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah, I, I've... I love... Uh, turn-based RPGs, but I don't know. As of late, I don't have patience for them. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just I don't. I'm like, come on, come on. I, I, I think I've been getting used to the fluidity of uh, like live-action RPG games. Yeah, this so. is definitely a palate cleanser, um, especially yeah. just especially the stuff I've played lately. Like, you know, between Final Fantasy 15 and Zelda mm-hmm. and Horizon and all that stuff, and then to play something a little more, uh, a little slower pace-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something I'm, something I'm looking forward to doing. Allegedly, it's coming to Vita, but that's never going to happen. So <laughs> we'll have to just, you know, stick with the main console. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. What's uh, your first one? One of the ones you get. Oh, well, you want, want to do it like that? Okay. Yeah, I do it uh, my first one is Just Shapes and Beats. Um, it was awesome. Just Shapes and Beats was uh. A really cool game by uh, Berserk Studio that uh, Eddie and I played at Pack South, and it's kind of like a uh, it's like a trippy co-op musical 
game based on shapes. Uh, it's like a bullet hell type of game because uh, all the shapes are going in and out of the screen making crazy patterns and you're a shape and you're shooting them and going through them and um, it's going and syncing with the music that is phenomenal music. It's pretty kick-ass. Um, and I just had a lot of fun. It was one of those things we walked by at PAX and like there's like 30 people staying there and we're like what is this and then we're like gets we got sucked into its gravitational field and then the developer looked at me and he was like hey what's up man you want to play handed me a controller handed eddie one and we're like yes <laughs> um so this should be coming out i think mid this year um it's supposed to come out last year but they're trying to perfect <laughs> it and then have DLC soundtracks and per- like they want to be able to make the soundtrack available as well too, so which I, I you know I commend them. Good job trying to like you know create a bunch of content and levels because the game is totally worth it. Um, so that's my first one. That sounds really good. What's that coming on? Um, that's uh, I, b- I believe it's going to be on uh, Steam at first, and then they're going to try to push it to the platforms depending on uh, crowdfunding and stuff like that. I, I think we when we played. We had, uh, I want to say we had PlayStation controller, so I'm assuming uh, it will work for PlayStation as well. Okay. But everything's TBD right now on their their, uh, press site. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely something to check out for sure. Well, um, I guess my turn now. Um, For me, I'm not normally the kind of guy who would play indie games. I normally play indie games when they come on like PlayStation Plus the free games network or anything like that and then whatever games we get sent and we have to review them but one game I'd say I actually really was looking forward to it's supposed to come out like a long time ago Mike may remember this um Kona mm-hmm. you, oh Kona, yeah Kona is that's right the exploration first yeah, person the fir- game exploration yeah? first person game where you're like you're you go into like pretty much you put it into like the woods there was like a blizzard going on or something and you have to figure out why is no one in town or like what happened what happened and it's like this little puzzle thing you have to do but it was supposed to come out like last year and it, it did I believe didn't it, it come out it's honestly in the early access right now or it was supposed to leave early access in oh January, okay but like they haven't really I haven't seen it anywhere and that's actually well, I thought they had a VR experience for it that they were doing. Uh, I've seen it floating around. I swear I've seen I think they were doing some, some sort of VR experience. Um, but, yeah, I know that was a game you really liked and yeah, you wanted to get. I, I think it's going to yeah, be, be cool. really awesome. Uh, for me, because it's a narrative-driven game, and um, you also have to battle the fact of the cold and all that kind of stuff in order for you to survive throughout the, pretty much the blizzard, I guess. And court, mm-hmm. according to what this article I'm just reading now, it says like it's the first installment in a series of four games. So, oh yeah, Kona actually released March 17th of this year. It's it's oh, officially it out. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get on. So it's K K O N A, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Wow, that's great. I'm gonna have to get that game. So. Sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, we play. Me, we both played it for a little bit. Is it um, similar to Firewatch a little bit? And that- I haven't played Firewatch, but from what I've read about it, um, <laughs> it's, it, it's kind yeah. of yeah. It's an open world exploration 
type of it's not puzzle i guess it's a puzzle game in a way too where you're trying to solve what's going on but there's a story to it yeah okay but it's gorgeous because they the way they develop things like there's like a real physics engine uh like with the way the the snow blows through the trees and the snow falling off the trees and i don't know it's just it's sound designs really well too it's really good so i don't know it'll be sweet sounds fancy it, it is it's quite fancy it kind of you know yeah. surprised us <laughs> yeah what about what's the next one uh, so, my, so my next one is mages of mistralia which is really weird to say um hmm. and it's really weird of australia or something to mages something of else? mistralia mistralia m y s t r a l i a Okay. So it's almost Australia, but Australia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's maybe won- it's made in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so it's won a bunch of awards um, at at PAX East, West, and South, and South by Southwest. Um, Jeez Louise. Yeah. So this has gotten some, you know, gotten a lot of coverage. It's uh, it's by Borealis Games, and uh, it's a top-down isometric type game, and it lets you create your own magic spells. They're saying there's over a million combinations of spells. So think like Diablo wow. or Top Down Zelda or Torchlight, things like that. Uh, but you play you play as a, a mage, and then you create your mm-hmm. own spells, and you can augment them with you know time or size, movement, things like that, um, and like you know different elements. So it looks really cool. It's written by uh, one of the authors from Forgotten Realms for all the D and D dorks out there. Nice. Um, <laughs> but it looks really awesome. I mean, the game, the the art style is really, really cool. Um, it, it even has uh, it, some of the enemies look guardian esque from Zelda. So that I mean, even stuff, even things like that. That's bringing, cool. Bringing the Zelda love to it, but. It looks like one of those games that allow for a lot of experimentation and action and and uh, quick quick twitch movement, but uh, you know still strategic because you're building your magic from scratch. Right. Nice. And this allegedly will be out, I think May or June is what it says on here. So uh, yeah. that's the allegedly part is the thing that we have to all keep in mind because indie games are well, they're indie. No, notoriously right? so, uh, late. Yeah. Uh, notoriously, you know, the co- a Cosmic Star Heroine was supposed to come out last summer, uh, and that's mm-hmm. you know obviously <laughs> wasn't the no. case. Uh, you know, we we were still waiting on ukulele, and now, you know, now this one is hopefully won't get delayed. But but yeah, mages yeah. mages of Australia. Nice. Well, let's see here. My second one was. Um, by the behemoth games it was officially originally i guess not officially originally uh game four but it's titled uh pit people right so if people and don't if people don't know them uh like you and i know them a lot but who what yeah. else have they done uh they've done like castle crashers and fun stuff they work with stamper my buddy stamper which i got to meet at pax which was awesome pax east uh, and also Tom Folk from Newgrounds. It was sweet. Um, uh, yeah, so they make a lot of awesome games. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's another great game. It's kind of like a strategy-ish top-down view. 
Um, I'm not sure if Tom Fulp is in it or not, but he's kind of like a part of the behemoth, so I'm assuming... He actually founded uh, the behemoth, so I would assume maybe he does voices or something fun in there. I don't know. But uh, Stamper's definitely narrating the whole thing. It's got the same humor that all the games that they make. It's great. I played uh, a couple hours of it now. It actually released January 13th, uh, of this year. It's on Xbox One and Steam. And I think it's only... It was $14.99 when I bought it, but I think it could be $19.99. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, highly recommend it if you haven't <coughs> seen it yet. Check it out. Alright. Yeah. Did that say what systems it was coming out for? Yeah, Xbox One and Steam. Okay. Okay. And my second one would be the infamous... We're still waiting for this game to come out on Xbox One, and I'm pretty sure everyone can guess what it is. Cuphead. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wait, is it actually going to come I, out? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it was supposed to come out. Wasn't it supposed to come out last year at some point? Yeah. Anyway. It's like the indie, ver- indie version of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's been at like every E3 for <laughs> multiple years. I mean, to me, I find this game like pretty pretty entertaining to, to look at. I mean, it looks like a old-style cartoon, and it, I mean, it doesn't even look like the fact that it's even a video game. So, to me, I'm like, this looks pretty awesome. This look, this could be pretty freaking awesome. I can't wait for it. But, it's just the fact that they keep pushing it, but then we also know how, like what we just said, how indie studios are, so there's really no telling on when exactly it's going to be coming out. But, it's games like I don't know. Is like certain, like every now and then, Xbox has this wow indie game for me that I'm like, ooh, yeah, maybe I'll plug in my P- Xbox One now and play it. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> every now and then they they have something like that, but recently no. Let's play this. I have moved in December, and my Xbox One is still unplugged and still in its box. Jeez, Chris. Sorry, I just... Jeez. He shouldn't have to apologize. Microsoft should apologize. No, no, I, I agree. Like I said, we've had these conversations before. I play a few games on my Xbox, but mostly I play on my PlayStation. I do love my Xbox One S. It's great. But, yeah. Chris, <laughs> you're, Chris you're right, though, man. That game is stunning. Yeah. It, it in motion, is. it's incre- it, it's incredible. I, I've never seen a game that looks like that. Then they come back and say that they are like doing extra boss boss battles and making them bigger, make the, making the game bigger and stuff yeah, like they that. Have, That's like, why platform it was delayed. Stage, stages and uh, like all that because it was supposed to be like a bullet hell uh, boss you know, boss battle type game, and and then they started adding a bunch of extra stuff to it, which may turn out to be awesome in the long run. But you know, right now, oh. Actually, it was originally supposed to be all boss battles, and then people were like, uh, we want a platformer, dude. So I think they went back and they added a platformer element to it on top of all the ba- boss okay. battles. That's why it took. it's taking a lot longer. I forgot yeah. about that. We had that conversation prior. Yeah. At some point, hopefully we get it, but yeah, I mean, Chris is oh, yeah. absolutely right. I mean, that game looks freaking amazing. Yeah. Dope. We shall see. If we ever if get we it. If we ever get it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my uh, do you think we're going to see that at E3 again (laughs) yes if we'll see what if you think we'll see it at E3 again 
Yeah, I, well, I don't know. They might be embarrassed to show it again, but they—that's what they have right now. So let's say they probably let's say, let's say they put it out there. It's got to have a date, right? <laughs> it has to because they showed it the last two times, and they the last the last uh, prior E3 they actually had a date, a rough a rough date. You know, I think what they say like 2017, 2016, or something like yeah. that, or 2017 or something. Yeah, and blew right by that. Uh, if I remember correctly, when that when that first got unveiled, I think that was either mine or or Chris's like Xbox game of the show. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I can't remember I who if it was him or me, but one of us was just. I mean, we were we all loved it, but one of us was like, "Nope." That's I was my there in person. <laughs> I was there in person on the floor watching on the huge TV, and I was like, "Yeah." So, but yeah. Uh, so my last one is a game called Rime, R-I-M-E, uh, that's okay. coming out for PlayStation 4 and I believe PC. Uh, it's supposed to be out in May. Uh, this is another one of those games that uh, that came, that had been delayed, delayed, delayed. Um, it's made by Tequila Works, and it's an action puzzle platformer, and the art style looks very similar to Wind Waker. Oh, so cool! Very, very pretty, vibrant, uh, beautiful style of beautiful art style, but more less actiony, more uh, more action platformer puzzle. So think of like Eco, but with a with a more vibrant color scheme and in a tropical island type atmosphere. Mm. So mm. okay. Wait, did you show us a trailer of that? Uh, there is, there's trailers for it, um, there's a bunch of screenshots and all that stuff, it, it's, it really is a beautiful game, it looks like a watercolor, uh... Um, That's awesome, yeah, I, th- I feel like I saw a trailer for it somewhere, either you showed it to me or Anthony showed it to me, I forget, but yeah. Yeah, one of those games that, you know, had been in development hell for a while and then got saved, and thankfully, you know, we'll see it, it'll see the light of day. Yeah. Well... Let's see it. Which <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we got a couple of months here. It, it just says it just has a placeholder of May, so they haven't nailed down a, a week for it yet, unfortunately. But you know, at least it's it's coming up here soon. So that's good at least. Hopefully, by okay. that time, I'll be done with Horizon and Zelda. But you know, we shall see. Sure. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna since you only had one, I'm gonna do my my next two, and then we'll go on to Chris. Uh, the the first one is. Uh, a game by a developer called Fat Panda Games, based in the the Yucatan of Mexico. Such a great and I me- name! <laughs> I know, right? It's like Fat Panda. Um, but the the guy, the developers are super cool. Um, uh, I met them at, at PAX as well. I believe that was PAX South, and their game is called um, Lobo with Shotguns. And I actually did an interview with them, and I'll post that link in the podcast below it. Uh, but yeah, it was it's really cool. It's this guy that's like you know he's being accused of murdering his wife and then he he has to leave the village i believe he gets cursed or something like that from a witch uh and then he becomes this like werewolf you know and he's got shotguns and it's freaking sweet uh the the main point of the thing it's kind of like a b-horror film mixed with a 70s 80-ish cartoon grindhouse uh type of feeling so it's highly stylized and pretty unique, and it was really fun. I got a lot of hands-on with that. That was supposed to come out last year, um, 
and it ha and it hasn't so they're still working on it and it's supposed to be out on Steam uh, but I could see it do really well on you know the Xbox and PlayStation as well uh, so I hope I hope they release this soon because it was fun and it was just so it's surreal when you're watching the cutscenes because it looks like a movie like they do a really good job artistically and stylistically to make this thing look old but new at the right. same time and the, the humor is spot on uh, it's got that like dark humor to it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, the next one that I had is uh, is Mr. Shifty Dante. God, that game looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, my friends over at Tiny Build published this. Uh, I cover a lot of their games at PAX. They're they're pretty great, but it's developed by an independent developer called uh, Team Shifty, and it's pretty much like a Hotline Miami uh, esque. I don't want to say it's a copy, but it's it's an esque game. Yeah, if, you know where you walk through walls and if Hotline you know, Miami or, and Nightcrawler had a baby. Yes, exactly. It's more like it's kind of like more up to date. You know, you use distraction to, to get people. You slam doors and walk through them. You do one shot kills. You try to you try to survive pretty much and not die. You can mess with people and you know um, it's it's really cool. Um, we should put a link to all these games below. Um, to the websites yeah, uh, so people can check them out but um, definitely check it out like I said it's by Team Shifty the game is called Mr. Shifty and Tiny Build is the company that publishes it hmm. okay. so Chris on All to right. you my last game is a game that does have a release date and it's actually next month it's actually <laughs> almost a month from now oh, oh, oh can yeah, I interrupt really quick sorry um, the Mr. Shifty game it's going to be available on PC and the Nintendo Switch uh, April of 2017. It actually has like a solid... And Tiny Build's good about actually meeting their release date. <coughs> That's nice. So, anyways, sorry. Okay. I digress. Go well, ahead. This game comes out next month. Uh, it comes out on April 25th, and it is Outlast 2. So. Wait, is that independent game? Yeah. yeah. Is it really? The horror yeah, game, right? Game. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like a large, like it had like a good polish to it. I thought that was like no. a, a big well, game. Well, it's a big game because of the fact of like how big it got. But it was, I mean, it came out. What when did it come? First one came out like a while ago. A while ago, I know it was a free game yeah. on PlayStation Plus a while ago. Like when we first got our PS4s. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, that's that's when it was. That's when the first one was released, and then they were talking about the sequel being released in 2016, but then it got pushed back until they announced the release date a couple of days ago, which was April 25th, which seems to be wow. as scary as it was the first one. And, like, it's... Yeah. The first one took place, it looked like in a, like an insane asylum, and this one takes place, seems like, in a farm. On a farm? Ooh, that's even creepy then, too. Like, I know there's been like tons of gameplay that released last year for it, where they like um, you have to like run through the woods and whatnot, and like you run through the cornfields and someone's chasing you, of course, because someone's always chasing you in these survival horror games or whatever. Yeah, well, of course. And, all you, and interesting about the first game and interesting about LS games is the fact that you have no weapons. You have no guns, you have no spears, no sticks, no stones, or any of that. All you have is your camera that can do night vision. But then again, every every now and then, your batteries do, do 
do deplete, and you need to find more batteries to input them. So how do you survive? You just have to run through everything and hide. Are yes, you serious? I am serious. <laughs> run and hide. Which which is okay. scary, but then is like it gets you to moving kind of a thing. Sure, yeah. But yeah. Those I own the game and haven't had enough balls to play it because I, I freak out in horror games, so Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's coming there was that just so that sounds so familiar to uh I think it was a PS two Xbox original Xbox survival horror Fatal game. Frame? Fatal Frame, yes. <laughs> that's that's what Oh it yeah, that's a game. classic yeah. one. S- s- very is very similar in that in that regard. It's uh where you all you have is the camera and like you, you t- either take a picture or you like when you, in Fatal Frame you took the picture or something of like that and the ghost would appear or something crazy along those Yeah, it's creepy. Something along those along those lines. I remember watching um, old YouTube videos back then with like the guy freaks out when he's playing Fiddle Frame and he was like, No! No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, p- there, that game was full of like jump jump yeah. scares and stuff like that. That's what they survived on, which is cool. He never saw it coming. Actually, that series had a pretty, but you pretty never good should. following. I mean, it, it was like four, four or five games and then one released on the Wii, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Fatal, yeah, Fatal yeah. Frame? Yeah. Yeah, and didn't Outlast have, like, a bunch of DLCs it as well? two DLCs that came out with it. and uh, Okay. It, also, the game is available on PC, PS4, and Xbox One if you didn't get that. But, yeah, it's going to be a Sweet. pretty scary time next month. Yeah, you're all about that scare, dude, with Resident Evil and Outlast, Yeah, and I too, never finished the game. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't either. Wait, I thought you finished no, Resident Evil. No, no, Evil. no. I mean, I got, I got close, but then I was like, you know what? I can't do it. And then I was, and then I was gonna wait for <laughs> when to play in a VR. Then when I got my VR headset, now I put it on. I'm like, and you're I'm like, like, nope, nope. No, not doing it. Nope. I'll, I'll wait. That's funny. Someone's around me. That, that's great. I always get to a certain point in Resident Evil titles where I get so hooked in the story, I have to finish. Yeah. I love I love that Chris needs a uh, needs the buddy system to get. I do too. It's freaking great. Oh, it bugs everybody because I have to bug people like my brother all the time. I'm like, can you just send the room? Say right there. Like, no, like <laughs> I think it was a Dead Space Two. Yeah, Dead Space Two. Me and my friend Gabe went through, <sighs> and I was like, we took turns, of course, but we we never left the room. <laughs> Game's so good too, but you definitely that's a yeah. f- scary game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of reminded me of um, Event Horizon for some reason, like that movie. It was like that old yeah. horror movie. Anywho, um, so are we all set on indie games? Yeah, I mean, we could just—I mean, we could talk about a game or two that that we've liked to maybe highlight if if you know people it may have passed them by. Sure, I definitely want to make sure we talk about our game club segment still, um, if we can. But let's let's do that. Okay, let's just pick. We'll just do one then. We'll do one one indie game that we want to talk about, and then we'll move on to the assigned homework. <laughs> All right. Will you go first? Like one that we already brought up? No, 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 no. We, just like something one that you know, we played. One that we've played that we want yeah. to talk about. That we really enjoyed. Mm, okay. Uh, so mine is going to be World of Goo. 
and uh, it was a really awesome puzzle game that was on the on the original Wii, and now they're putting it on the Switch either soon or already on there. And uh, for you people, it is on there. Is it on there? Okay, yeah. for you guys that yeah. that um that have a Switch and you're looking for something else to play, uh, awesome puzzle game. Uh, I really recommend it. I haven't played it on the Switch, but I loved the hell out of it on the Wii. And <laughs> yeah, the video says it's changed people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that it's a religious experience or anything like that, but it is a really That's fun puzzle game. That's what people are saying in the review videos, yeah. like, <laughs> for the, the trailer for the game. Sure, um, sure. Made me laugh, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would check that one out if you're on the Switch, like I said. If you're on the Switch, you want a puzzle game, uh, and you haven't played it, I, w- I would check it out. It's a lot of fun. Alright. Um, f- for me, um, Master Blaster Zero on the Switch... I, I haven't. I haven't. Per- I just purchased it. I haven't played it yet. I'm going to be doing that today, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> if I have some right time. Now. But just yeah. Right this second. What's that noise? It's me playing it on the Switch. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's portable. No. Uh, but no. That that game. Um, it's looks amazing. I can't wait to play it. I can't really talk about it because I haven't played it, but I played the original one for the NES a long time ago. Which is a great game. Um, yes, which is a great game. And the people that make it are um, awesome developers. So, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> Check that game out. Yeah, I would love to see um, more of that, just the revival of some of those old school series come back to life. Hmm. Yeah. From some indies. Oh yeah, I I agree. I I hope they keep they keep doing it. Like they keep making old games new. Like I forget someone posted earlier um, about like the old. Uh, about secret. It's about secret of mana. The secret of mana games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, uh, and I was like, hell yeah, I, I want that. I had I have the original Game Boy game. <laughs> you know, back oh, in the God. day. So. Alright, and yeah. my Chris, what's your indie, my game? indie game is of course it has to be something that's really popular because I don't really go for indie games that much and it is Rocket League. Nice. I mean, I can't say enough about Rocket League. I'm pretty sure everybody who listens to the podcast knows about Rocket League. It is the one surprise that like surprised the heck out of everyone this generation of countless hours being played into it. Who would who would have thought <coughs> RC cars and soccer ball would have been so much fun? Uh, yeah, yeah. it's I mean, we've got a lot of hours into that playing a, together. A lot. We've got a, a lot of hours into it, and the fact that they keep bringing out new content for it, and they're bringing out a new game mode this month, is, is pretty pretty ridiculous. Forgot forgot what exactly. Yeah. And do, they do holiday things. Yeah. Too like the yeah. hockey one, in the, the winter hockey still go, still on. They they brought they they uh, kept that around, and then they have basketball. Oh, cool! Now and um, they keep bringing out new stages for it, and now they have these uh, crates that you can get while playing the game. If you're playing in um, ranked ranked matches, and you can get like a championships crate, and you get like new decal, like a exclusive decals or whatever special decals. And uh, special items for the, your car or whatever, and even actually cars they actually have in there. So I mean, that's awesome. It seems like they keep updating the game, and it just keeps getting better and better. And it's still only twenty dollars. 
freaking ridiculous. Yeah, to think that most of us, at least those of us that had you know PS, PlayStation, PSN accounts and all that stuff, I mean, we got that game for free, and it's you know one of the best games that that's come out on the system that's coming on both systems still. I will say the best thing yeah. about. Well, I will say the the only thing good about Batman v Superman is the fact that the Batmobile was actually in Rocket League. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Someone point that out there. Do they have the Batmobile in Rocket League? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. When you when you hit the turbo, does the car yell Martha really loud? <laughs> <laughs> no. I do have the DeLorean. Yes, that was an I awesome. I do have that, and then purchase. actually, when you get blown up by another car in the Batmobile, the bat the bat symbol appears up in a smoke. That's awesome. I was going to say, does the Joker laugh or something? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. would have been cool, too. Sweet. All right, man. So, yeah, that goes, that, that kind of is nice to refresh to kind of like, I don't know, rejuvenate the podcast a little bit since we've been so hard hardcore talking about larger titles and uh, the Nintendo Switch a lot. So, give some props to the tiny guys out there yeah the i just guys. I, I had i just been i had looked at a few games on the horizon and like man we really haven't talked about these games uh, talked about some of these games uh it'd be cool to highlight some of them especially since they have some some of them have release dates that are very soon chris highlighted a couple yeah. that are coming up real quick i did you did you know the these aren't games that are gonna they we have to wait a very long time for they're they're coming within the next couple months yep i agree well so I think that brings us on to our next topic, which is going to be a tough one, right? Our game club <laughs> segment, Horizon Zero Dawn, because it's not that we have one more week, one more podcast left that we'll be talking about that because we do one game for a solid month and then we'll switch to the next one. So tell us if you are enjoying that because it's kind of cool. And who wants to go first? Uh, I'm going to go okay. first because I haven't played it. Okay. You haven't played I, it I've at played, all. Well, I've played like I've played like maybe two hours of it in the last couple of weeks. I just have not uh, between Zelda and uh, other uh, you know other requirements of my time. I have not been able to play nearly as much of that game as I want to. Um, but I did have a funny story about it that I want to show, share with you guys. I um, <laughs> I overrode uh, one of the uh, one of the the little one of the guys you can ride mm-hmm. and um the the horse the horse yeah. guys so i left it to the side and <laughs> i went to go override another one because i forgot that you couldn't do that yet like you can't override more than one so mm-hmm. or at least i can't yet so i go to override another one and my guy comes charging out of nowhere and smashes into this other horse like it was a jealous lover <laughs> and i was like whoa what the hell <laughs> like, well, it was attacking you. Yeah, so <laughs> I was it no, it attacked the other it attacked the other horse. <laughs> no, the horse that you were trying to override was oh, attacking you and yeah, your horse yeah. saw it and was like, I'll defend you, <laughs> <Yeah>. owner. <laughs> it came out of nowhere and uh took down the other horse and I was like, Whoa, whoa <laughs> see that's weird because I can override more than one. Yeah, you can you can override more than one, it just takes time to recharge your uh, override. Oh, that's probably what I did then. That's probably why. It takes like yeah. 20 seconds. I think I buffed that column in the skill set tree, okay. too. Okay. That's a lot of fun, but, man. Um, I, I really can't give enough props to that game. It's just, it's a lo- it's a great game. 
it came out at a terrible time, but I, I it really it. did. Yeah, I'll I'll go next because I know that I'm not as far as Chris, but um, <laughs> so yeah, Zelda's been taking a lot of my time. In fact, I put I'm not proud of it, but I have over 75 hours in Zelda, if not a little bit more. Um, which I have beat the game, and I've gotten to do a lot of the shrines as well. Anyways, but uh, I am way past the gates now. I overrode one of those cool things that you stand on to unlock the maps. I forget what they're called. Uh, long necks? Uh, yeah, the long necks. I got one of those, and that was super cool. I can see why Dante fell off, because <laughs> it's moving, and if you're walking and looking around and not paying attention, you can fall. Although, when you get close to the edge, Dante, it does say repel down. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, wasn't paying I know when I was getting I was close. At the, I was looking at you know how pretty the game was. <laughs> he, you know what, he was looking you know. at the horizon, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah I Thank see you. that. I wasn't and gonna make that zero. Problem, but you had to do it. I got it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I've gotten past that area. I actually took on a sawtooth by myself by accident because I was trying to do some hunting and it got in my way. And I was like, I could take this thing. I did kill it, but in the process, like, I aggravated so many different hordes of uh, machines <laughs> that I was like, ah, oh, crap. So I run, went up just running. Um, I did get a little frustrated because I was trying to explore this one area that looked like a ruin, you know, like yeah. a cave that has like all the old technology. And, you know, Zelda is spoiling me because I was like, I'm going to climb up these rocks here. No, you, you can't do that unless there are footholds to climb up. And I was like, but I want to climb up this way. And I couldn't. <laughs> And I was just like, well, I have to figure out how to get up here now. Okay. I eventually figured it out, but it was highly inconvenient, and I wanted to be able to explore. I was like, I wonder what's on top of this mountain, and I couldn't. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I did find out what was down there, and I found my first ancient flower, I guess, or metal flower, which was cool. And then I found some crazy uh, level 24, level 25 ancient armor. That's awesome. So... Yeah, um, I can't get it because I have to find a couple co po power cores. But once I hunt those down, I'll be able to get that armor, which is pretty sweet. I'm only up to level eleven now, but I've done a bunch. I've done all the side missions. I'm so OCD. I did all the side missions and all the errands that I could, and I'm just tackling through all that stuff before I progress the main storyline because I have fun doing that. Plus, I get to level up while I'm doing that. Um, um, I did do a couple of fun missions of the old like the older ones where i had to hunt some kid down who was sadly mentally disturbed so that was like the, the beginning one that was like level 11 just destroying things down there in a level four story <laughs> Jeez. um one thing i didn't like is you have to purchase the fast travel points like you have to actually purchase a package or like an item a resource in order to fast travel to the fires. I was like, I want to just tra fast travel. And I was like, nope, you, you're missing an item. And I'm like, oh, son of a... Yeah, but they're, okay. they're easy to make, though. Yeah, I know. You just have to make sure you go hunt. Well, if you don't go hunt animals, then you don't He's have the proper really resources. By yeah. Right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I am, because I could just fast travel wherever I want. <laughs> so, but, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, it's just like Zelda in regards to, like, you're rewarded for not fast traveling because when you're wandering around, you're gathering stuff, you're finding secrets. Like, you know, I'm finding a bunch of ancient stashes all over the place full of cool stuff. And like, 
you know, gathering up my resources again, and I I found myself into abandoned camp, you know, and I met some creepy weirdo with uh, eye tattoos. I'm sure you you did that already, Chris. And um, it was weird going from murdering machines to murdering people with bow and arrow, like shooting them in the freaking face with that. I mean, it was satisfying but it was just like <laughs> funny to to be like wow i mean it's cool because like you could drop him with one arrow as opposed to just like with a machine yeah, you can't yeah, you know um but the guy was creepy uh that you're supposed to be coming friends with and yeah but uh that's that's as far as i made it um i mastered all i went to the first outside village um beyond the walls so okay well, I haven't gotten that far, that much further, but I've just been honestly exploring. But I promise by next podcast, I'll be done with the game. I want to. What level are you? I gotta be like 28, 29 now. Holy crap. Yeah, well, that's further, significantly further than, I, like, I'm level 11. Yeah, so. you're way farther than Yeah, I, I, I'm just, honestly, I'm, I haven't really been, been progressing through the story. I've just been literally going through different, like, hunting things down, killing things, just walking around. Um, there's actually a story I want to tell that's actually pretty funny uh, or mm-hmm. interesting. When you, I'm trying to figure out what, what machine it was. Was it this, it's not the snap job, was it, which... Mike, which one did you encounter? Was it the the sawtooth? I mean, that's the big one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I when I encountered the sawtooth, I put I put like a couple of pictures on Facebook <clears throat> and on the Facebook community of me like like come at me, bro, or some something like that along the line. <laughs> and during that fight, I, I mean, at least at least fought him like maybe ten times, maybe because of the fact that sometimes I was playing around with him, and other times I was actually trying to kill him. But. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you talking about the 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 sawtooth one that you shoot with fire, or like the T Rex thing? The the T Rex thing. Oh, okay, yeah, no, never mind. I haven't encountered uh, that guy yet, but that one's way okay, bigger. Well, that guy yeah. has like turrets and like homing like homing beacon missiles and all that stuff. It's freaking crazy. Um, what I did was I when I encountered him, I for some odd reason there was other people around like there are people who are on my side and there are people who are trying to kill me so what i did was i lured him <laughs> over to my guys and so they would shoot at him and then i'll still shoot at him but i was then i'm luring him back to the people who want to kill me and then he see the guy the machine sees that one, them and it's just like this whole entire big battle that ensues and i just sit there for like a couple minutes and just watch how these people are getting wrecked and i'm just like hmm this is, this is pretty <laughs> awesome but then, of course, I like make things a little easier on me because if I, I can easily now just take out his guns, his radar, yeah. and all that stuff. And then eventually I can just tie him down and then eventually, hopefully, bring him down. But it's... Chris, hmm. Chris I, I don't... So I, I haven't bought the rope gun mm-hmm. yet. Is it worth it? Oh, yes. Okay. But like it all depends on what level you are. Because mm-hmm. I can't tell you, like, you probably get, like, f- I have 15 that I can do with the rope things. I run out almost all the time when I'm dealing with those big T-Rex looking guys. Because they are ridiculously strong. Either the fact they're 
Do you get cool stuff? Oh yeah, you it? definitely get cool stuff killing it. Even if the fact you can actually shoot the missiles <clears throat> things off of them and you can use it against him. So, I, yeah, that's I awesome. Found that freaking awesome as well. So, um, like riding it, you mean like just pointing it down at itself and yeah, just shooting you, it? You shoot it down and then like you shoot down the rocket things. You pick it up and you like Argh! and just <laughs> shoot it like like that's you're awesome. a nigger or something. <laughs> but but yeah, that's pretty much as far as like anything else wise. I've just been exploring. I just got to a part where I have to fate where I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't say too much. But humans and machines are kind of working together. I'll say that. Hmm. Okay. I had a feeling something like that may be happening. Hmm. Interesting. I want to know more about the collapse of humanity. Yeah, I do too. And hopefully we find out in this game. I don't think we do, though. I think we have to wait for the the DLC that's coming out for which they they said they were going to bring a DLC. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, no, we're bringing DLC because it was essentially such a smash hit and sold two million copies in two weeks. Yeah, well, they and and if people want answers, you yeah. know what I mean, to the story that they don't answer, then that would be a good way to deliver to deliver that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, cool guys, thanks. And I mean, we've been we we have made progress. I feel like, which is good. Chris more so than Dante and I. So he's, um, he's the only one doing the homework. <laughs> Well, you guys right? are, you guys are no, but, Zelda, I mean, so it's, it's fine. It's, I understand. Yeah, we're yeah. all playing. I mean, I've taken a little break from Zelda only because I'm playing Horizon again. Just because I put so many hours into Zelda and I beat it. I mean, when you beat it, you beat it. Like, you can go back and play a bunch of shrines, but it's pretty much... There's so much to explore still. So I'm kind of once in a while exploring, but not hardcore. I'd rather progress to the story of Horizon because so far it's been really fun and really good. But um, we will leave it at that, and we have to call it. It's time. It is time to say goodbye. <laughs> so hard to say goodbye. Thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. <laughs>